time now for our Truck Tech Community segment. This is joined by Alan Adler. Alan, thanks so much for joining us. And we're going to talk about something that's really, really interesting you hear. I know there's been, there's nobody's doubting that there's been a lot of negative press about uh, electric vehicles in terms of will they work, won't they work, what their, their problems are. And of course, one of the big uh, objections to them is price. And now Mack Trucks has come out with an idea to say, hey, don't buy the truck. Just buy a subscription to the truck. It's a very interesting idea. It is. And, and you know, the term actually uh, exists already. It's called truck as a service, and that's really what they're doing. Um, from, a, from a subscription standpoint, if you think about your Netflix subscription and you think about others, you know, you sort of, as long as you use what you buy, it's great. And when you're done, you walk away. So in that sense, it, it feels like a lease. But it's really not exactly the, the same as a lease. There's actually a lot more options to it. But effectively, you're going to pay uh, a monthly subscription fee, and then you're going to pay a per-mile rate. The longer your subscription is, the lower your monthly rate. But basically, the way Mac figures it, based on their own numbers that, that they put together, you can get to, to a TCO in about three years versus a diesel truck, the same diesel truck. This is especially because, again, we're talking a medium-duty truck, not a, not a Class 8 here. Uh, Mac has introduced, and we were in California yesterday and both drove and had an opportunity to sort of delve into this whole question of, of uh, the subscription uh, plan. But basically, at 1,700 miles a month, uh, you know, is the basic. You're going to always pay at least that. And if you decide you don't like it, you're still going to pay that for the term of your of your uh, of subscription. Um, not so different. I think in the case of Netflix, you know, you can get out and leave and they'll hold on to your data for what, nine months or whatever. But so you can come and go. It's not quite that easy when you're dealing with a, a you know, a high cost vehicle like this. But it is a way to get a lot more people that are skittish about both cost and reliability and will this truck work for me will do the same thing that a diesel truck will do so i i think it's actually a really smart move uh, they're not they're not unique they are unique among the oems at this point as far as we know we're not aware of anybody else doing this so in that sense it's got innovation uh, on it uh, they will work by the way with other truck as a service groups call it like wadi v and some of these guys and 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 basically you know put trucks into their uh, fleet you know and and let someone else manage the whole operation or, you know, the fleet itself could do it. So a lot of options here. And looking at the details, you know, typically you want to get a loan, you buy a vehicle, there's credit checks involved. For this subscription service, are there anything that, is there anything additional like hoops you need to jump through? Or is it really, you know, lowering that barrier where if I just want to get me a, you know, medium duty electric truck, can I like sign up to the subscription and get one delivered? Yes. Yes, you can, and, and they still have ordering uh, order uh, order build uh, build slots available. So yes, you can sign up for that. I don't know about credit checks. I'm sure there would be some done anyway. But uh, but no, it, it seems to be very simple in terms of getting into the truck, and basically it covers everything. Now, when I say everything, if I include insurance, I'm talking insurance on the truck, not for liability. I mean that's something you're going to have to cover as well. But but by and large, everything from maintenance, uh, you know, to uh, uh, to electricity again at you know i think the numbers they use are 12 cents a kilowatt hour compared to say four dollars a gallon for diesel is how they did their calculations um yeah obviously that slides around a little bit but the thought is that just in about three years you can reach parity uh, with a diesel truck 
on a on a basis like this. Once you get to roughly thirty thousand miles a year of use, you're going to be you know in in the ballpark of what you'd be paying for diesel. Again, uh, if you were buying an electric truck, you're going to pay a lot more upfront, and then you're you know smooths out on the on the operation side. Uh, you know, with this, you know, they're taking away that big that big upfront you know, hit really, uh, it, it feels like a really smart move to me. Um, the, the market for class six and seven, uh, medium duties is, is about 80,000 trucks. Um, Mac introduced the diesel MD into the market in 2020, and they've got about a 5% share of that. This could presumably grow their share. Don't look for the don't look for the pie to get a lot bigger, but over time, uh, probably more substitution, you know, electric for diesel than just, you know, a growing pie. Obviously, there are a lot of uh, you know, different ideas in terms of how to get through and how to break into and how to make the EV uh, world work uh, in transportation. In terms of truck as a service, you said others have already done this so far. Do you think this could catch on given the, the hefty, hefty price tag uh, that is uh, right now attached to EV trucks? I think it will, Bill, and I, I think especially for for the uh, small operator, call it you know fewer than ten trucks or whatever we consider to be a an O and O. Um, it, you know, I had a piece uh, last week's show actually was with Nikki Okuk from uh, CalSART, and they administer the California voucher program for uh, electric trucks, and they are switching and moving most of that money starting uh, in twenty twenty five. All of the money will go to small fleets, and already they're offering twice as much in vouchers for small fleet owners to get them into these trucks. They're working with some of these uh, truck as a service groups. I imagine Mac will be certainly one of them that they, that they would be working with because the truck does qualify for HVIP uh, now, um, and uh, and also of course you get the IRA benefit. They did not put the forty thousand uh, uh, dollar infrastructure, excuse me, uh, Inflation Reduction Act money into their calculations. But but yeah, I think I think it will catch on. I think it'll catch on, especially in that ones and twosies kind of way for, for the beginning to see how it works. And then ultimately, if it works for them, then you'll see more of a switchover. I mean, this is still elusive hockey stick that we're going to see in electric trucks. I mean, Max says they're on, they're on the plan to be at 35% electric truck sales by the end of the decade. They've got a long, long way to go to get there because at this point they have another electric truck. You know, they have a refuse truck called the Mac LR, which is a class eight truck, basically the same underpinnings of the Volvo VNR uh, electric truck, you know, the, the day cab. Um, but, you know, but they're still selling those in really small numbers. So you're going to need a, a, a step change really in terms of adoption rates and, and something like this program could, could help get them there. Got about a minute left, Alan. Truck Tech newsletter coming out this week. Uh, anything you can give us a sneak peek into? <laughs> I told Bill I might punt on this, but I won't. I think I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and and do. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and do the the autonomous version of what we did last week. We did sort of a look. It was not inclusive, but it was about a dozen companies in the electrification space, and you know, kind of gave an assessment of where they are. Are they are they you know plugging along? There's your pun of the day, Thomas. Beat that if you can. Yes. Or are they? <laughs> Or are they, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the middle ground or are they taking a dirt nap? And I think we'll do the same thing for autonomous uh, this week. Um, pretty easy to do at this point. It's easy enough to figure out who's leading and, and you know, who's basically, you know, gone away. So I think we'll probably do that this week. 
Alan, thanks so much for joining us. Looking forward to Truck Tech coming up later today. Uh, of course, Wednesday there, you see it at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, the newsletter coming out on Friday there as well. Alan, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll be back and wrap up our first hour after this. Oh, yeah.